Hello, magical human. Welcome to Madison Mindset, the podcast, where we explore the galaxy within. If you've been feeling stuck, stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, and been desiring more in life, you've come to the right place. My name is Madison. I am a life, mindset, and spirituality coach, a yoga and meditation teacher, and a published author. This podcast covers all things personal development, mindset, spirituality, self-love, creating your dream life, moving your body, meditation, and so much more. I am so grateful for your presence here. You are so needed in this world. Now let's dive in to the galaxy within. Hello again, magical human, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am so, so excited today. Um, The topic, morning routines, as you probably saw by the title, is one of my favorite topics. I love talking about this. It's just, I feel like it's something that we see a lot, you know, especially on social media. We see people doing these things in the morning or chatting about morning routines, and I feel like it picked up quite a vibe for being a trend as as well as evening routines, which I will, of course, probably make next week's episode an evening routine based episode. But I just wanted to kind of cut that down today and look at the importance of why morning routines actually started becoming a thing, right? So I don't like I used to see morning routines, see what people are doing and feel like I needed to do what they were doing or that I wasn't doing enough or not doing it for long enough. I'm sure you've had similar experiences going, oh my goodness, you know, they're going for a walk, they're writing in their journal, you know, whatever it is that you see can very easily be reflected back to your own life. And you just think, wow, I'm not doing enough, (laughs) which, you know, this is kind of this negative self-talk and negative thoughts that come in just do not serve us whatsoever. So what are morning routines? So for me, my definition of them from my experience, morning rituals and routines are activities that help support your body, mind, and soul in your health, growth, and purpose. Okay, so we're performing certain rituals or little activities or, you know, anything that kind of feels good for you that support you on every level. Okay, so you can have optimal health, so you can continuously grow into the next version of yourself, and so you can follow and have purpose in your life, you know, and take steps towards your goals or towards whatever you want to create in this life. So that's my definition of it, and that kind of developed for me after my experience with morning routines. I've tried many programs that people have, you know, ran to help you get into a morning routine. I've done many different rituals. I've tried getting up really early. I've tried getting up, you know, a little later when my body wants to wake up. And I find for me, my current morning routine, which, you know, this changes all the time. I'll wake up, you know, around six, six thirty, And the first thing I do is read, you know, and the books that I read, I'm reading two a month this year. That's been my goal. And so far, you know, 
I went to April and I'm winning so far. So that's always, always good to have your goals realized this early. Um, so I'll read, you know, a personal development book or a spirituality book, you know, something that really speaks to me, like learning about personal development and yoga and all of these things really like spark my heart and I can just read forever. So I'll read, you know, probably 10, 15 minutes and then I'll do some journaling and depending on the day, if I feel like I want to draw some Oracle cards, I will, and then journal with them. And some days when I can feel my energy is kind of depleted or there's something going on, or, you know, we've just come off a full moon. Um, that's when I go and get my pendulum and even work with pendulums just to kind of figure out what's going on with my own energy. And at the moment I've even gotten into the habit of giving myself a self massage or self Reiki, which is really, really powerful. So yeah. And then I'll get up and I'll earth, you know, so I'll go outside or get my feet on the ground and I'll do some kind of movement. So whether that be yoga, um, you know, just jumping up and down the spot, running around, walking around the yard, whatever feels really, really good for me. And yeah, that's basically what I do. Um, most mornings I'll also practice some form of meditation or breath work. I tend to do more of my meditation in the evening a little bit better, but yeah, depending on how I feel, but I have also made it a habit to, you know, just before you get out of bed, before your feet hit the floor, practice feeling gratitude that you get to get out of bed in the morning. You know, you just wake up and go, wow, I'm here. I woke up. I have a purpose for being here. I have a reason for being here. My body works perfectly. I'm getting out of bed. What a gift, you know, and starting your day like that, just before your feet hit the floor, just practice going, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for another day, another chance. It's really, really powerful. So my morning routine is very, it's relaxed. It doesn't take forever and it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like I'm checking things off a list. It just feels natural to me. So everyone's morning routines are going to look different. So that's one thing I want to get across to you that your routine does not have to look like anybody else's routine. Okay. Everyone meditates differently as though we did an episode last week about different forms of meditation and why not to get stuck in the idea of just breathing and sitting for 30 minutes. So just get it, get it out of your head that you have to be doing what someone else is doing because that's what's working for them. Okay. We're all different and we all respond differently to different things. So experiment, you know, I'll give you some ideas today and I've obviously just given you what works really well for me. So yeah, just explore it. And another big thing here, you can have a morning routine that lasts 10 minutes You can have a routine that lasts two hours. There is no rule with this, you know, and say on weekends, my, my morning routine usually lasts a lot longer. You know, I can drag it out and do more, you know, and go for a walk or, you know, add more into it because, you know, I've got a break or it's my day off. So for you, if you have to get up early and go to work, maybe you just get up 10 minutes earlier just so you can have that extra 10 minutes to yourself. It's very, very powerful. And like knowing me and having my experience with morning routines and not doing them and doing them and changing them up, when I don't have a morning routine, my day feels heavy. It just feels like there are bricks tied to my feet. 
and I'm bored and I'm cranky and my energy is quite fiery. You know, I have, you know, within me, I'm very used to my energy now. And when I was younger, people used to say, oh, you're so snappy. You know, you're so, you know, got this fiery element to you. Um, I'm very pitta, if you're aware of the doshas um, in Ayurveda. But yeah, I'm very fire. So when I don't take time to listen to myself and cool and calm my energy, the day is harder and I don't respond as well as I could and I don't, you know, impact or serve people the best that I can. So for me, my morning routine not only makes me feel good and you know, gives a little bit to me. It helps fill my own cup up, but it also helps me serve others more. It helps me show up more for others, for the world. I have more patience. I have more love to give because I've filled up my own love, my own heart and my own energy. You know, I've balanced myself. So you might have a similar experience to me. You know, you may have a different experience, but morning routines are essential. And I want to talk a little bit about how they actually help and how to structure one really well for yourself. Because we don't want to go just mindlessly making a morning routine. You know, it's not, you know, it sounds like a trend. It sounds almost like holiday land. You know, you get to do whatever you want. You're on holiday. You can take it slow. But this is more than that. It is, it's a huge necessity to have this routine for yourself and to have this growth available to you. So always the aim in a morning routine should not be to do what they're doing or do what someone else is doing because it looks pretty or doing it to get an aesthetic photo, you know, (laughs) there are all these things that come up with morning routines, but the main aim, the raw, the unfiltered, the maybe not so pretty version of morning routines, it's just to calm energize and help your body respond to any messages going on that's coming from your intuition or coming from your body somewhere or even coming through from higher guidance and we're rejuvenating the body and mind so it's big thing in self-healing as well to give yourself this time so i kind of have three steps in the morning three things that i try and hit because you know many people get up and go for a run And that's some, you know, that's definitely a morning routine to some extent. You know, if you get up, whatever you do is your morning routine. Everyone has one. So whether you are leaping out of bed, throwing your work clothes on and running out the door with a cup of coffee, or whether you are going for a run or going for a swim or journaling or meditating, that's a morning routine. Okay. So you have a morning routine. Okay. So let's just get that out there right now. You are always going to have a morning routine. Whatever you do first thing in the morning is your routine. If you pick up your phone first thing in the morning, mm, there's your morning routine. I pick up my phone, which is not helping you in any way. You know, it's straight on to fight or flight. It's straight on to comparison. It's straight on to judgment, all of these things. And we can't, you know, we can't be doing that. Not to mention our eyes, you know, looking at this screen all the time and our bodies holding this radiations, Bluetooth around us, you know? So when I think, okay, I want to set up a morning routine for myself. And sometimes I change this up. If I move, that's another good time to reassess the morning routine. If I go on a holiday, go, okay, what am I going to do? What can I add in? What can I take out? So if I'm going to a holiday on the beach, right? 
I'm probably going to go for a walk on the beach and that's definitely going to be part of my morning routine. You know, I was swimming in the ocean, getting all salty. So here is the three markers I look for in a routine. You just have to hit three and they can take five, 10, 30 minutes, two hours, five hours, whatever you want to do. Okay. So the first marker is do something for your body. Okay. So here, this is a pretty easy one. Body. What can I do for my body? Well, I could move, you know, I could do yoga. I could go for a walk. I can jump up and down on a trampoline. I can, you know, do whatever, whatever feels good. If you go to the gym, go to the gym, you know, whatever doesn't feel like a chore to you. Okay. So some mornings I'll get up and just play some high vibe music or some affirmation music and I'll just dance. That's beautiful for your body. You're releasing that emotion. You're letting things flow. You're moving every joint, every muscle and just waking the body up. So something movement wise and wellness and health as well. And you can even come into breath work here. Breath work kind of crosses over into the next one as well, but focusing on your health. So do I, can you have a big glass of water when you get up? Or can you make a peppermint tea or something that's, you know, really beautiful for you, depending on your mood, you know, you might want something to calm your body or a relaxed tea or something, or maybe you want a lemongrass and ginger, you know, to spice things up, you know, whatever you kind of feel. And then what food are you putting into your body? You know, what are you eating? What are you planning? Are you having fruit? Are you having seeds and yogurt or, you know, what are you eating? You know, if we're jumping straight to sugary foods or straight to a coffee, you know, it's just not the best start for your body. We just really want to listen in and kickstart what's going on. So listening to your body. So of course you don't have to do the same thing every day. You know, you can kind of listen to yourself the night before you can listen to yourself when you get up. What do I feel like doing? What does my body need? You know, if you need to have a cry and just move then do that. Every day is different. Your energy is constantly changing. So come up with something that works for you. You can explore different things, explore different classes, do things at home, whatever feels good. You can use an online yoga studio. You know, I've got an online yoga studio that might be able to help you. You know, it's and actually the galaxy within yoga studio um, hits all of these three points. So it's a very guided and easy way to do all this. But yeah, so that's just some ideas for you. You want to think, how can I give to my body right now? What am I putting in my system? How am I moving? You know, what am I doing? The next one is your mind. Okay, so we've taken care of our body. Next thing we're looking at is your mind. You need to do something for your mind, your brain. Okay, so you might need to process some kind of emotion. You might have something on your mind right now that you need to work through. Otherwise that just manifests, you know, it grows and it lingers in your body. So some, some things you might be able to do meditation, which right there, you can bring breath work into that, you know, specific breathing to help you calm yeah, any kind of meditation. This could be even manifestation, visualization, you know, practicing the higher version of you and the next version of your life, just calming the body, releasing anything you no longer need. Journaling is one of my favorites. If you know me, you know, I love journaling, but you know, some people don't relate to journaling or it just doesn't do for them what it would do for me or for someone else who also relates to journaling to see how you go. 
Learning is another one. Learn something, you know, so maybe I'm going to read. It's one of my favorite things to do. You know, I just told you I get up and I read first thing because I feel inspired and anything you come into interaction with, whatever comes into your energy, whether it's words that you're reading or things that you're listening to, it all affects your energy. So when I read a beautiful book about how anything is possible and you can achieve anything, and this is how law of manifestation works, and this is how coaching works, it inspires me to keep going and it changes my energy. So do something, learn something that you love. You might get up and learn to crochet. I've done that. (laughs) Feels good, right? Creativity, letting it out. And the next thing I love to do for mind, challenge your brain. Okay. Challenging the brain on any level is so, so important. Like not only are you, you know, getting, you know, moving through brain pathways and keeping your brain healthy, you know, preventing dementia and all of these things, you're also growing and changing. So when you are challenging your brain, your brain is listening to you you're challenging it and it grows with you. So you're changing what your brain is able to do. You're building new skills. You're hardwiring new into your brain. It's so, so important to do something. So whether you like puzzles, I like doing Sudoku puzzles. I think they're really, really fun. Playing cards, you know, whether you get up and the person, whoever you share a house with, can you play a card game together? You know, just practice strategizing and figuring things out, problem solving. You know, we're practicing these things because you're going to have things come up in your life where you're going to need to problem solve. We've all had challenges. We all have more challenges on the horizon. So we want to be as primed and ready to go to face challenges than not. Okay. So if you're just looking for the comfortable and the easy way all day, you're not preparing yourself. Challenges are a part of life. So when you challenge your brain like this and you throw blocks and hurdles into your own path, you know, whether that's learning to do something new or doing a hard puzzle, the way you react to that and the way you learn to overcome that translates to your life and how you react with life situations. So whether you're doing a puzzle, it gets hard and you throw the whole thing on the floor and, you know, just have a mini tantrum about it or whether you take a break and breathe and maybe ask someone for help or, you know, it all relates to your life. So I really recommend doing that. The next one. So we've done something for our body, something for our mind. And now the last one, which a lot of people miss is your soul. Okay. You have so many bodies, your energetic body, your emotional body, your physical body, your spiritual body, We need to honor that we are more than just our conscious brain and physical body. We have a soul, we have a spirit, and we need to let it speak daily for our own guidance, for our own sanity, to know what's next, to know our true desires. So, 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 so essential. Cannot like emphasize that enough. So things you can do, creativity on any level is amazing for self-healing as well as energy healing and balancing. So a lot of people think creativity is for artists and, you know, whatever artist you want to be, that's not the case. You know, you don't have to be good at painting to paint. 
you don't have to be a good dancer to dance. You know, I'm not asking you to become a professional here. What I'm asking you to do is listen in what feels good for you creativity wise. You might love taking photos. You might want to play music. You might want to paint. You might want to draw. You might want to tinker with a car in the shed. You might want to build something. You know, this is all creativity. Gardening is creativity. You know, cooking even is creativity. You know, it's not just for paints, like paints and brushes and all of these things. It's not just about that. So you don't have to be good at what you want to do, but whatever you feel you want to do, you know, so really listen in. How can I express myself creatively and go for it? Letting your soul lead the way with this as well. So with all of these things, especially when you're having a day when you're not quite sure what the next step is, or you want something new, but you're not sure what, or you feel like you're in that period of transition, it's time to listen in. Okay. Listening into your intuition, to your body, to your soul, higher guidance. So ways to listen in and letting your soul lead the way, drawing oracle cards. I mentioned that before. That's something I really love to do. Um, It can really, really help. And you don't have to know what you're doing with oracle cards. You know, every deck has, you know, a little book with a description of what to do. You don't necessarily have to be a card reader, but it can provide quite a lot of insight for you. Using the pendulum, like I mentioned, you know, for your yes, no answers. That's really, really, really helped me. Um, which is very, very powerful. I can always do a podcast on that as well if you're unsure how to use a pendulum or oracle cards. And tuning into your intuition. You can do this through meditation. You can have a conversation with your intuition. So sometimes I like to put my hands over my belly or my right hand over my belly, left hand over my heart and just genuinely breathe and ask my body a question. What should I do? What is the right answer? What do I need? And if you listen in and you just let the chatterbox in your head, the ego, if you just let that settle and just listen to the first response you hear from your body. Every time I've followed my intuition, I have never, ever been disappointed. Okay, when I've followed what people expect me to do or other people's advice, or even what I feel like I should do or what the safest option is. It's never really worked out. And I always end up on the other path anyway. Okay. Your body knows what it wants. Your soul knows what your purpose is. We just have to listen in. So this is when you're in, when you're in this creative time, when you're in this mindfulness and really listening to your body and giving your soul permission to speak. This is when you find out what your desires are what your purpose is, what you really want to do. You know, this is when we start to become self-aware. We start to know the answers and it's incredibly powerful. So that is it. That is the three steps. And whether it takes 10 minutes or two hours is up to you. So everything I mentioned there isn't everything. All the things you could possibly do, there are endless things you could do. Anything that feels good for you is good for you. Okay. The point I want to make here, though, is that you just need to do something for body, mind, and soul. 
and you don't have to do everything. You don't have to go for a run, do yoga, meditate, and then journal and then challenge your brain and then do some creativity in it. Like you don't need to do all of it. And I really highly recommend that you don't. Okay. Less is more. Just a little bit. Be mindful with what you're doing, even if it's small. Even if you're just waking up and drawing a flower the first thing in the morning. Be slow and mindful with it. Don't expect anything out of it. Just let yourself be present. So that is it. So whether you're doing, let's say you're doing 10 minutes. I'll give you an example so you can kind of understand what I mean here. If you were doing 10 minutes of a morning routine before you have to get ready for work or whatever it is, maybe the first thing you do is read two pages of a book. And then you do some bed yoga. So you just do some stretching and some moving and some twisting, just moving everything in every direction. And then maybe you get out of bed and dance around the house singing while you make your breakfast and while you put your clothes on and while you have a big drink of water and, you know, prepare any beautiful meal for yourself. You know, right there, you've just hit body, mind, soul. Done. You see how simple that can be? You don't have to have an ocean view in front of you. You don't have to have all the aesthetics worked out on your bed with, you know, all of these things that we see. You know, I love social media for what we can deliver to everyone. And I love that we have all this information accessible. But what we don't want to do is get caught up in other people's versions of it. You can take advice off people. You can find new ways to do things. But don't do everything. And don't feel like you have to. And don't feel like you need to do what someone else is doing. They're not you. You're not them. Make it simple. And when you go away on a holiday, change it up. Beach walk, beach yoga, read on the beach, have breakfast on the beach. You know, that is a morning routine. So my question to you now is your current morning routine. And as I said before, you have one. Whether you're aware of it or not, what you do first thing in the morning defines your entire day. What do you do in the morning? Does it support you? Does it help support your body's well-being? The development of your mind? The connection with your soul? Or does it maybe hinder your body's health? Or create more of a disconnect between your soul and yourself? You know, really starting to get conscious of this. If your answer was no, my morning routine does not support me in all of those ways and I probably need to change it, then just start small. What do you feel like adding? Morning routine should feel like absolute heaven. If you feel like you're dragging yourself out of bed to do something you don't want to do, (laughs) you're not getting any benefit from that. We get way more benefit from things when we enjoy it, including when we eat food, when you're That was actually, I don't know where I read that, but it was really, really fascinating. When you enjoy a meal, you get more of a benefit from it nutritionally than you would from a meal that you didn't enjoy, which I find is so interesting. It's um, And it makes a lot of sense, right? Your body is responding to love and joy, and that's what fosters beautiful energy. So I like to hold food before I eat it, you know, in the bowl or on the plate and just go, this food is so delicious and I cannot wait for the benefits it's going to give to my body and how it's going to make me feel. You know, so really start to 
Look at yourself as your own human and decide what you want to do based on how you feel. Okay. So that is it for the morning routines episode. If you have any questions, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to chat to you about it. I could even help you figure out what the right morning routine would be for you and for your self growth and where you're headed. That is it. I love talking about this, but we're going to talk again next week about evening routines, get a little deeper into the other end of the day, morning routines, evening routines, they are essential and they don't have to be big and crazy. As I've said, just a little, a little bit of love to yourself morning and night. Then you foster that overnight because it's gone into your subconscious brain and you wake up happy in love with life, ready to take on the day because your cup is full. This is what we want. This is where happiness is. And this is an integral part of it for me. And as I've found with many of my clients, it's a huge, huge thing. Time for self is massive. So go get your journal whenever you can and decide how am I going to make tomorrow morning a little better for my growth? How can I enjoy it? You know, what can I plan that's going to have me jumping out of bed in the morning, excited for the alarm to go off? Let's start our day in excitement rather than another day. Okay. Thank you so much for being here, magical human. You were such a blessing on this planet. And I cannot wait for next week's episode. I'll catch you then. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Madison Mindset, the podcast. If this podcast inspired you or you feel called to, please leave a review and share this podcast. I'd love to chat with you about this episode. So feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Madison underscore mindset. And finally, please help me spread the love by taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories. And make sure you tag me so I can send you all my love. Enjoy the rest of your day and remember to live as the powerful being you are. Go out there and create magic. I love you. See you next time.